This episode's random word is dun da da otona. Otona. Now, what does this magical word mean? Well, maybe it's not so magic, but it is a word and you are about to learn it. Otona means adult. So, adult in Japanese is otona. Got it? Can you say it? Otona. Adult. Okay. And what is the op? You know what? I'm going to do this. Be generous today. The opposite of adult is child. Now, I consider myself still a child, but I am technically an adult. So, how do you say child in Japanese? That would be kodomo. Kodomo. Kind of sounds like Komodo dragon, one of those lizard things, but so you have child. Kodomo. And once again, adult is otona. Now, because I'm feeling very generous today, because it's been so long since I've actually done a podcast, and you'll find out why、um, in this episode, many, many things to share. But don't worry, Japan is as strong as ever and only getting stronger. So, again, sorry, I'll do a quick review. Adult in Japanese, otona. Child in Japanese, kodomo. Okay, perfect, got it. And the extra bonus is tachi. Tachi is an addition to the end of these words, and that just means a group. So if you want to say a group of children, rather than just saying kodomo, you'd say kodomo tachi. Kodomo tachi becomes children, not just child. Now, if you want to do this with an adult as well, how would you do that? Now remember, adult is otona. Now, if you want to make this a group of adults, what do you think you do here? Otona tachi. You got it. All right. Sorry I rambled, but I also taught you lots of cool little things there. So let's move on with the official episode for the Japan Podcast. Here we go. Dun da da! Welcome back to this long awaited episode. It's been a while since I've actually done this.、Um, why, you ask? Were you getting scared? Did you think Japan just stopped and lost everything? Well, actually, Japan is. Just a fun thing I do, but it's,、um, anyways, I am just wanted to let you know that no, I am continuing and I'm doing a lot more things with Japan coming up soon. So please, if you've stayed with me this long, I'm sorry for the break. It's been like a month or two now.、Um, I have been working on Japan this time. Now, this may seem shocking as you've seen absolutely nothing other than Instagram pictures, mostly of food, because that's how I stay energized to keep all these ideas flowing and plans going and, well, to stay alive. And I just like to take pictures of food and eat and share things with you. So, again, for all of you who really enjoy this podcast, which I hope there are many of you who do,、um, stay tuned with my Instagram channel. It's at Japan Media, J A P P O N. Media, and you'll see all the updates,、um, pictures, delicious things, and、um, just well, whatever random things I'm working on. So, anyways, what is Japan up to? What's going on here? Well, first and foremost, the podcast will continue.、Um, uh, it's been infrequent, and there's a lot of reasons why.、Uh, for this reason, personally, there's a lot of things going on with life and things at the moment. And,、um, 
I am sorting all that out now and getting things organized to have a proper schedule again. So don't worry about that. There will be plenty more content coming out on a more regular basis. But during this crazy chaotic time, I have been in my downtime writing out ideas and plans to make Japan something actually um, uh, continuous and actually extremely beneficial for you. So with my ideas so far, I've been doing a lot of filming recently, just in between things, and I just haven't had the time to edit everything yet, but I have a ton, a ton of content to share with you. Um, I'm sorting all that out now, but Aside from this bonus content I've been filming, just all these random experiences around Japan and all these things I'd like to share with you, um, I'm developing a lot of fun content with another fellow who's also a foreigner out in Japan right now. And together we are making some really, really cool stuff that I can't wait to share with you. I have got a lot of editing kind of going on in the background when I have time. Uh, lots of unfinished pieces to piece together, but it's going to be pretty pretty cool once it's done and I'm very excited to share that with you so please keep your patience and you will see some very cool content on the YouTube channel for Japan which you will find the link to the YouTube channel on the Instagram channel you might even see some cool behind the scenes shots so stay tuned for that that's what's going on in the video realm um, currently but also if you actually really want to learn Japanese, I know I've been a little bit inconsistent with these podcasts, but I'm trying to give you um, as much information as I can when I can. But I actually have planned to make some unique video content and also this podcast to create one of the best ways to learn Japanese. Now, I'm not just saying that... Um, because I want you to go to my YouTube channel. I don't. You don't have to go there. You can just ignore everything I'm saying, but you will want to go there once I start launching this stuff. I've developed a really cool plan and a sustainable way to release frequent weekly output that you can actually learn Japanese, and it's not going to be boring. I promise you. It's not going to be, today I'm going to teach you this. No. It's going to be much better than that. So stay tuned and get ready because Japan's going to be much, much cooler and much bigger than what it is now. This is just the, the growing phase and me trying to sort out how I can actually do this sustainably. But I think I got it and um, I'm going for it. So you just wait. So anyways, in the future, near future, give me a month or two by the time I start um, actually outputting all my plans. But you will have the best video content ever. Uh, regularly to actually teach you Japanese in a fun, engaging way. Short and sweet, straight to the point, but it'll give you everything you need. Plus, I'm going to mix in all this cool random stuff I've been filming in Japan to, you know, give you a sense of the culture and what it's like being out here. Um, so get ready for that. Plus, I have a teamed up with a new wonderful friend out here, and he's also a foreigner, and we're both both kind of learning how to survive in this place together. So we have a lot of cool, unique insights. Now, that's uh, the Japan update. So please stay patient, keep with me here, and the wait will very much be worth it. So okay, I've bored you enough with the updates, but I hope you're excited because I certainly am. I can't wait to get started on this new content, and you guys are going to love it, I promise you. So I can't do a podcast without teaching you something. So I'm going to give you a quick little lesson here on something very important, uh, very common kind of basic knowledge, but... If you don't know it, it can be extremely confusing, which I was very confused about. So I'm going to teach you something real quick. And then after that, I'm going to share some things that have been happening in Japan. There's lots of cool stuff going on right now. Um, 
Yeah, so let's give you some language and then we'll get to the culture. Language, first up. Here we go. You ready for this? So, when you have an object in your hand, in Japanese, or in your hand, that's a little bit too specific, but when you're holding an object, when you have an object, there's two words for this. Why? Well, the main difference is if you have an object, like something that's not alive, like for example, an apple, a cup, a bottle, um, a skateboard, you know, something that's an object. When you are holding, when you have an object, there's a unique word for that versus if you have or are holding an object that is a living thing, like a cat, a dog, a horse, uh, whatever. So be aware that when Japanese are saying, I have a horse or I have an apple, they're going to use a different word. Even though in English, I'm still saying, I have a horse. I have an apple. In Japanese, there's no just one word for both of those. And I'll teach you the difference right this second. Okay, so let's start with an object. To have an object, okay? I'm going to bonus this one up too. So, to have an object, let's, like, let's say I have an apple. You would say, mote imasu. Mote imasu. Okay? So, it'd be like, a, I have an apple. Mote imasu. Okay? And if you don't have an apple, like if you don't have it, you would say, mote imasen. Mote imasen. Now, remember that that's very common in the Japanese language. Masen. The sen sound at the end is negative. So to say mote imasu means I have, that's positive. But to say I don't have, you would say mote imasen. Okay? So let's say I ask you, hey, do you have an apple? You would say mote imasu. Mote imasu. Okay. Hey, do you have an apple? Let's say you don't have an apple this time. You'd say mote imasen. Mote imasen. Okay? Practice that. Give it, give it at least once. Okay? To have. Did you say it? Try again if you didn't. Mote imasu. Okay, now let's say you don't have. Go for it. Mote imasen. Did you do it? All right. If you didn't, you should because that's the only way you're going to do this properly. Okay, so let's say, let's move on to living things now. Let's say, do you have a pet? Do you have an animal? Do you have a lizard? Do you have a dog, a cat, whatever it is? Something alive, okay? Now, mote imasu was the non-living thing. Now, this one here is katte imasu. Katte imasu. Now, be sure to say katte imasu. Kind of give it a little pause after the ka. So, that's kind of unique about this one. So, katte imasu. Now, you don't just say katemasu, it's kateimasu. Give it like two beats after the ka. So regular, like motemasu was like click. Motemasu, like steady tempo. But this one would be like kateimasu, okay? Obviously not that exaggerated, but that's to have a living thing. Kateimasu, okay? Now, a little bonus question. What if you don't have it? Let's say you don't have a pet. What would you say? Remember the same ending as the last one. Sen. So it would be, let's do this. Kate imasen. I don't have. Kate imasen. Okay? So let's review that once again here. I have, okay, so let's say you have a dog and I'm asking you, hey, do you have a dog? You'd be like, Kate imasu. Okay, let's say I, 
I'm asking you the same question, but you don't have a dog. You would say, Katemasen. Okay? Katemasen. Give it a try. To have. Speak. Katemas. Is that what you said? If so, you are correct. Now let's go to not have. Let's say you don't have a dog. To not have. Speak. Kateimasen. Perfect. You got it. Alright, so that's it. Non living thing, motemas. Non living thing to not have, motemasen. Okay, let's say you have a living thing, katemas. Let's say you don't have a living thing, kaitemasen. Okay? Perfect. So you got that. Those is what I'm going to teach you today. All right, now I'll teach you one more random verb here just because I'm going through my cue cards and I just picked this one up randomly. This one is to drive. I don't know if I've taught this one already, but to drive in Japanese, unten Okay, wow, that's a long word. <laughs> drive or unten Wow, that's a big difference. So practice that one. Review in the show notes, please. Unten Okay? Unten Unten Say a little faster. Unten 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 Okay, that's enough of that. So review in the show in the shoe notes, the show notes, please. And uh, just practice that one. Okay, I'm just gonna grab a random. Uh, one more cue card for you. Ah, I've, I said the word horse a lot, so let's just go for horse. Uma. That's easy. Uma. Uma. Horse. Okay? And you know what? I'll give you one more. Cat. Cats are huge in Japan. They're everywhere. Neko. Neko. That is cat. I kind of like this, just picking up random cue cards. You guys like milk? Let's do some milk here. Milk is... Gyunyu. <laughs> I don't know how I sound when I'm actually saying these words because like I've been listening to a lot of just like um, language learning things and the, the voice robots speaking always are like Gyunyu or Sayonara. That's pretty good, hey? Or Konnichiwa. They always speak very like specific and robotic sounding. So I, I hope my Japanese doesn't sound like I just turned into a robot. So um yeah, that'll take time, I guess. But anyways, milk in Japanese is gyunyu. Gyunyu. All right, gyunyu. That's cow's milk specifically. So if you're speaking like almond milk or breast milk or whatever kind of milk, coconut milk, it would be different. But gyunyu is cow's milk. And what makes it cow's milk? I know like um, uh, beef, uh, if you're saying like meat, like meat in Japanese is... N- Niku, niku, niku. Um, and if you want to say like uh, beef, it would be a gyu niku, gyu niku, because gyu is like cow and niku is meat. So you're literally just saying cow meat. And I uh, new new like gyu new as as cow's milk. The new part is the milk. So um, yeah, you just replace gyu because gyu is cow. So uh, like if you want to say like uh, chicken. You'd say tori niku, because tori means bird, and niku means meat. Another cool thing is like uh, niku man 
is like a very delicious. I have a video on the Japan YouTube channel actually. A、uh, little promotion here, I guess. Or, anyways,、um, what was I saying? Jeez, I'm so lo- losing myself here. Nikuman, Nikuman, like man, Nikuman. It's like a steamed bun with meat inside.、Um, that one was pork.、Um, the one that I ate and showed in the video. It's pretty cool and super delicious. Anyways, that's a lot of random stuff going on here.、Um, I just wanted to teach something. If you guys really want to challenge yourself, you should try to say the word、uh, to cook in Japanese. Ryori shite imasu. Ryori shite imasu. Ryori. That is to cook. I'll add that one in the show notes too, so give that one. It's a tongue twister.、Ah, I'm sorry for the lack of structure. I'm literally, I just wanted to output something because I felt bad for not actually putting something on the podcast for so long, but I have been working really hard. And honestly, the effort and work I'm doing right now is going to f- surely pay off, and you guys are going to really see this platform become something much. Better and actually、uh, teaching you guys Japanese, in my opinion, the best possible way that I would like to learn and that I think、um, is going to be awesome. And it's going to help me learn a lot better too. I've been in Japan now for the last, I think, over a year now. And my time out here, honestly, my plans changed a lot、uh, based on one of my initial intentions here. Uh, be honest, lots of stuff has happened in life.、Uh, and well, lots of good things though. Like, there's nothing bad, it's all good. It's just、um, very、uh, consuming things. So, my Japanese language is still like a foreigner. I am pretty not good. <laughs> my English is pretty not good either, apparently. But、um, yeah, my language skills in Japan is not good.、Um, I'm still a beginner. And.、Um, I, plan on, I planned on coming here to study, but I actually got some really cool、um, projects with my job and work. So I've been very busy with that and loving that. So I had to focus on that. And honestly, it was just,、uh, I learned a lot this last year doing these projects. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do those. So I've been having a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. And,、um, anyways, I am going to be.、Uh, Doing a lot more Japanese learning seriously now. And one of the main reasons is another thing in life that happened this last year is I had a, my first child. I had a son. So、um, I want him to learn Japanese and English,、uh, as that's both of me and my wife. So、uh, I'm going to have to keep up with this new young man and learn Japanese as best I can. And I aim to be as best I can. So. Settling out the storm of this last year in a good way. All good things, progression is key, and momentum is also extremely important. So, I've set up a bulletproof system for momentum. So, you guys keep, keep, keep staying tuned. Trust me, it's worth it. I've said that already. Okay, so, anyways, in Japan, what else is going on here? So, what can I share with you? I have many <laughs> interesting, fun stories that have happened recently, but. Um, something you might not know about Japan, as I did not, as I、uh, found out, they still have like emperors and all that kind of stuff. And they actually base eras, like they have eras. And since I've been here, it's been a new era in Japan. It was the Heisei era, but now it's something else. And <laughs> I know this is so bad, I should totally know. But, anyways, it's a new era. And an era is labeled by the name of the emperor who's kind of ruling Japan. 
So that's changed. And I was actually born in the last era, and my son was born right before the emperor changed. So we're both the same Japanese era、um, based. And when the emperor changes, they change so much. Like、um, the, the stamps all around the country change because it's kind of based on like it was stamped in this era. And then.、Um, Uh, the money changes, like everything. It's a big, big deal. So there's lots of crazy stuff going on in this country now. Big changes for everyone because it's a new era. Like if you think back, if you've ever looked into Japanese history, you'd see there's different eras. Like this is the, the samurai era. It could be like 100 years or 60 years or whatever it is based on the name of whoever was the ruler at the time. So they kind of like have chapters of history all in different eras. And that's just because the emperor has changed. So Um, that's my understanding of it all. Honestly, I'm not the smartest person on, on this subject. I don't know much about politics and government stuff. I'm a very simple human. So、um, that's my understanding from what I've witnessed and heard. And I think it's fairly accurate. So、um, just take my general understanding of it, and hopefully, I'm right. Okay, but anyways, that's that. And another Japanese cultural thing that I've been kind of experiencing recently, I wanted to share with you, which is Pretty fun. You'll also see a little video about this.、Uh, taiko drumming. I, <laughs> when I first came here, I filmed some taiko drummers for some work stuff. And honestly, throughout the performances and、uh, seeing the energy and just, you know, the taiko drum is so cool. It's the Japanese, they're at all festivals. It's deeply rooted in the culture, temples, festivals, everything includes these. Big single drums, there's like massive ones, small ones, all making different sounds, but all played together in groups. And the, the performance is really、uh, important. So it's like how you, how you bash the drum and how your body motion is. And、uh, it's very cool. And honestly, it's just a good, good exercise, good way to output your energy and focus, just to kind of distract you for a bit. I find it very.、Um, Good stress release and just good way to unwind and enjoy music. I, I love music and I used to play drums quite a bit when I was younger, but I haven't in years, years, years. And I saw the taiko and I thought, you know what, that would be really cool to go and just experience,、uh, you know, just like once a week, go play for an hour and a half and、uh, just get lost in the patterns and just bash in a drum. It's, it's great. You feel so much better after. So, Been doing that for a couple months now,、uh, just once a week. But honestly, the taiko drumming is really cool. If you have it in your area, there's um uh you should definitely give it at least a try if you're into that kind of thing.、Uh, it's really good for the mind, the body, just and musically, it's super fun. Found a really good school out here, really fun teacher. um Great time, been doing that with my friends. So, experiencing the taiko. Okay, anyways,、um, I've been rambling enough. I really just wanted to give you guys an update and let you all know what's happening. And that's about it. So, get ready for some、uh, to summarize. You learned some cool stuff. I taught you a little bit about some Japanese culture, language, and told you what's coming. Honestly, the, the content, I'm so excited to just start. Putting this, the regular stuff together. You guys are going to love it and you're going to learn a lot and it's going to be very consistent. So, trust me on this. It's just going through lots of phases, growing right now,、uh, planning and organizing, making things manageable and、um, really committing to this now. So, you guys get ready. It's going to be amazing. Podcast will continue、um, and 
such. So sorry for being so rampant today. I literally just hit record and started talking. So um, anyways, I hope you learned. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're excited. And I hope you remain patient for a little bit longer. So with that said, I'm happy to finally release a new episode and get ready for much more, much better stuff coming soon. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Enjoy. Enjoy.